Welcome to the Hallmark Cafe. I'm Michael. And I'm Diane. Come on in. Your table is ready. Tonight, I'm gonna fall in love. Tonight, I'm gonna believe in love. Tonight, I'm gonna fall in love with you. All right, another fabulous day in the cafe. It is day and it is fabulous. It is. I don't know what else to say about it. That's the end of the podcast right there. (laughs) That's it. Okay, thank you. Thank you very much, folks. Love is always on the menu. Goodbye. We have been we've been going through these. You know, this has been a heck of a Christmas season. I know. I really didn't expect to have this many movies to talk about that I make know. that make the menu. I, I mean, know. you know, we watched them all, but they a lot of them have really come through. We have the menu. We've watched uh, the Hallmark Channel for the Countdown to Christmas. We've watched right. the Hallmark movies and mysteries for the miracle of or miracles. It's anyway. There's miracles in this Christmas, uh, and then we've watched Hallmark movies now. That's right. A couple which, of new which, movies there. As you all know, if you've been following us, uh, that is our favorite place to watch movies because there's no commercials. That's right. And we love it. That's so. right. So there's been a couple of new ones on that service. So we've that, had Hallmark movies all over the place. I know. It's been fun. And uh, and as well as just doing our day job. So it's been fun. We're, we're staying up late. We're checking them twice and all that kind of stuff. We've been so. we've been busy, which is really good. And so we hope you've uh, you've been having a great holiday yeah. too cuz here comes Christmas like it's coming really fast. It's like a freight train. It's already here. I know. It's already gone. It's just gone. This is like already January probably by the time people it, You know so, you know when, when you know when you were young Christmas took forever to get to but when you're older it's like here and it just flies. Snap. Of course, Christmas in, in July. I mean, that'll happen, and then they'll just like just like that. Christmas in July will be here. <laughs> <laughs> be here in a, any minute. I can see it, man. Oh, so, anyway, I'm exhausted t- just tonight, talking about this uh, tonight. We've got two really, really good m- movies on the menu, and uh, these. I mean, you know, not every movie is going to be a Biltmore Christmas or Santa Summit or anything, but these uh, these smaller movies, I call them smaller movies, they're, they're kind of sleepers. Little tiny movies. movies. They're kind of sleepers, you know, they just, you watch them and you go, hey, that was really good. Well, they're more down to earth. They're more, they're a little bit more intimate, you know, so. Uh, yeah, they're yeah. more like, uh, a little bit more like a feature film in a way. Yeah, in a way, know, yeah. Because they're yeah. just, they kind of sneak up on you, the, the, all the, the little things that, so... Anyway, our main course today... Both the movies we're going to talk about today have one thing in common. Just like last week, we had Betsy Morris, the writer, right, wrote both right. the movies. Yeah. So This week, we have the same director, Ann Wheeler. The Ann legendary Wheeler. Ann Legendary. Wheeler. You have to yeah. say legendary in front of her I know. I should have said though. that. Sorry, Ann. But yes, she's a, a legendary Canadian director who's been at it a long time. One of the first women to direct television in Canada. Now, we in the States know that women don't get a lot of jobs directing feature films for one thing right. there's hardly any and uh, and and television not a lot we started to in the states back in the late 80s and into the 90s i worked with several women directors on the projects that i worked with and but you know for feature films not so much but in canada it took a little bit longer but ann wheeler was there Yep. She was ready, and she's done a fabulous job. She's directed so many things. So I guess I could talk about them now, or we yeah. can get to them yeah. later. But uh, yeah. she's directed episodes of Heartland, When Calls the Heart, Chesapeake Shores, um, and several movies. And she is the director of a lot of people's favorite Hallmark movie, and that is A Country Wedding. Oh, A Country Wedding. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a classic. And, I, I you know, that movie's on. I watch it every time. So I know. That's, a, that's just so great. That kind of set the standard for... Yeah for uh, Hallmark movies and and I think she has a book out which we haven't got yet we and we need to get that book she wrote the book basically on it it's called Taken by the Muse 
And it's a book about how she got into directing, and yeah. uh, she's got lots of stories. And yeah. uh, you know, so uh, anyway, we talked a lot about Anne. We're 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 working her up here because she's directed two very different movies here, right. and that's what we're going to talk about. Happened so. to be in the yeah. same weekend. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like the Betsy movies last weekend. Yeah, well, she like, kind of bookended. She, yeah. she did the Thursday movie and the Sunday movie. Yeah. So. so our main course is going to be Heaven Down Here. You look, you look stunned there for a minute. No, no, I was. Well, I thought you had something did else I say to say. Something? Wrong? I, I thought no, there was going to be no, more like it. No, it's heaven down here. And uh, Michael, give me some ingredients on this. Well, Let's as get we, on with the show. As we said, directed by Ann Wheeler. And the uh, the writers were Allison McKenzie and Shauna Lloyd. The music was by Terry Frewer, the DP, the director of photography, Bob Ashman, production designer Brian Davey, and the editor, John Anstill. All that being said, you know, fabulous cast and crew. So let me give you some of the, let me give you a recipe for this one. Because, okay. Uh, now, because uh, I honestly didn't think I would really like this one. I, I don't think I circled this one because a lot of times movies based on songs, it's just, it's kind of becomes forced and it doesn't really work. And But this one actually worked and I was really impressed with it. I so. have to confess, I did not circle it either. Because for the same reason, it's it's, it's kind of iffy. Hardly, We've seen I mean, all those you know, time for her, time for him, him time for them, time for, them, time for us. Time We've for seen all those coming home for Christmas th- movies. You know, so because, you know... You're kind of guessing. When we do our, our uh, pre-wrap-up, I guess, I don't know, when we did this weeks and weeks and weeks ago, it feels like years ago now, mm-hmm. when we went through all the movies and we guessed which ones we were going to like, I don't know. I think we're batting about 500, really. We're doing pretty uh, good. We did? Yeah. Okay, but yeah. but this was one that I was happy to be wrong on. And we were so, even. We, uh, we, we were both guessing. Didn't, yeah. You know, yeah. we're guessing. We don't know. So the recipe for this one, Heaven Down Here, it's based on the song by Mickey Guyton. And, and three other Nashville songwriters, because, of course, it took four songwriters yeah. to write this. Uh, Heaven Down Here centers around a single mother of two who is a recent widow surviving on her tips from her diner waitress job. Crystal Joy Brown is Imani, and she works for a pretty terrible boss, Dan. Have you ever yeah. seen such a terrible boss? Well, I don't know. only in, what's that movie, uh, Naughty or Nice? Oh yeah, he was well, a bad boss. He yeah, but he was more of like a comical bad. Yeah, but boss, he still but was a bad boss. This guy was just you know kind of a sort of classic stereotypical young guy. Didn't really want the job, but was gonna make everybody else you know do it for him. So like naughty or nice. Yeah, uh, yeah. So uh, that Dan's played by Richard Harmon. Uh, he demands that Imani come in and cover for him on Christmas Eve, making her miss spending it with her kids. Now she's recently widowed. This is like her first Christmas with the kids. Yeah. And she's promised them she's going to stay with them. And, you know, they're still traumatized and she wants to stay with them. But no, you know, times are tough. You know, evidently the guy didn't have any insurance, whatever, you know, right. nothing. And that's, there's a, there's a hint there. People, if you're married and you're young and you have kids, get some life insurance mm-hmm. because you've got to have it. Yeah. So um, she, she ends up going in anyway. It's like, okay, I got to do this because I got to take care of my family. Yeah. So, uh, so Tina Lifford is Clara, and she's a home care nurse caring for Nancy, who's played to unhappy and gruff perfection by uh, Felicia Rashad. Yes. Um, Nancy is, uh, she's, she's older, she's kind of given up a little bit, and she's just grumpy and, and takes it all out on, on uh, Clara, who is a very professional you know, home care nurse, and tries to do everything. So um, 
Nancy has Clara go up and get bring down this box from the attic. And inside the box is yeah, this Yeah, she walks folder. up like 50 flights of stairs. What to kind get of there. house is this? I don't know. It's like one of those nightmares where the stairs just keep, just keep going, going and going, going like and going. Hitchcock stairs. Yeah. So she, she goes up and she gets the, the box and then uh, it has this folder in it. And she, she says, hey, is this your daughter? You know, she's looking at it. And of course, Nancy grabs it back and doesn't want to talk about it. But uh, Clara, she's a very caring person and she decides... You know, maybe Nancy's unhappy because she can't be with her daughter, so maybe I'll find the daughter. Mm -hmm. So while Nancy's asleep, Clara steals the folder and then ends up at the diner. Now, Pastor Felix, played by Juan Riedinger, is a local pastor who is facing uh, a declining congregation and and evidently one that'll just walk out at the end without saying goodbye. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, what? You're still Mm -hmm. talking. You don't do that. Uh, anyway, he also is facing a dwindling contributions towards the annual homeless Christmas dinner. Uh, after another donation cancellation, he heads out in a gathering snowstorm with all the petty cash he can grab out of the drawer. Right. And he's, uh, he's headed for a grocery store, but his car breaks down just outside the diner, and he pushes it into the parking lot yes, just in time to wait out the storm. You failed, to, you failed to mention this is a wicked storm, if I may oh, it's use a your wicked. New, New England, New England term. Yeah, it's a wicked it's storm. It's a wicked snowstorm. Wicked, wicked snowstorm. And uh, and the, they did a great job portraying the wicked. It was snowstorm. wicked. Yeah, was, yeah, I'd swear it was actually snowing. Uh, well, it was. I'm sh- wicked it clo- was. Wicked no, close. Wicked close. So so now you've got uh, Imani at the diner. You've got the boss. You've got Clara who stops by the diner to pick up a cake for her daughter and, and her celebration. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you've got Pastor Felix, and so um, they're all you know this the storm of the century, and they're all stuck there. The electricity right. isn't working right. The roads are closed. Right. Uh, it's it's a pretty it's bad. It's the scene. classic the classic stuck in one place film motif. It's like yeah, it's like the play the time of your life. So you know it's one of those movies. It actually works for me. It's it's set mostly in the diner except for the setup areas. You know the church and right. the, the different places where everybody's coming from. But you know that that basically the whole movie it's like twelve angry men. They're all in a room. Yeah, that's what I say, like like the Petrified Forest, only without Humphrey Bogart. Uh, So each character, of course, makes a major change. Right. And, of course, we're not going to spoil it by telling you what the major change is. But the thing that makes this movie really work for me is the location and the look of it, because it's it's very claustrophobic. Yeah. Uh, They purposely picked a, a kind of a diner that doesn't have a lot of room in it. Right. Everybody's kind of on top of each other. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, this the the story and the cast it it just really works. The acting is what I think really pulled the acting and the directing right. mostly is what pulled this off because it could have been very contrived and very clunky and very ouchy, if I may say that. Well, the other and it th- wasn't. The it other was thing just, is you hear this song, you know the uh, the heaven down here, heaven down yeah. here song, but it's not. But it's not used. Like, shall we say some other movie I won't mention where it's played ad nauseum all the time and it doesn't make any sense where it's christmas this one they they stop it they <laughs> christmas stop it <laughs> not trying to slam any movies but i'm here. not i never do that so anyway the uh the, you know the song they they play it in on obvious places like in the car and the radio right and uh like imani sings along with it and right off the bat you know notice she has a beautiful voice right and uh it, you know, that's another thing about this movie is that it highlights that people have talents. Mm-hmm. People have amazing talent. And 
Everybody does. Everybody has a gift. And that, to me, was one of the things that, that stood out. So. And, and everybody, have, some people have walls. And, of course, everybody has a past. Everybody has a hurt. And we find mm-hmm. out yeah. what the motivation for these characters to be like the way they are. Find out more about the, the pastor, his past. And find yeah. out more yeah. about the, what's his name, the, the guy that owns the place or runs the place? Dan. Dan, sorry. Find out more about Dan and, uh, you know, what his deal yeah. is. And, and His and, hurt and his gift. Yeah. Everybody has a hurt, and everybody has a gift, you know. Yeah. And I thought that was Sounds really like great. Sounds like monk. There, it's, <laughs> a, it's a gift and a curse. A gift and a curse. <laughs> but <laughs> I think that was very well brought out. And as you said, the production values are good. I think Anne Wheeler is excellent with actors working with actors. Oh yeah, the performances Absolutely. are really really good. Um, and, and you're gonna love the ending in this. It's yeah. a classic, you know, classic Christmas story with an with a great ending. It's really heartwarming. And and it's some it's funny because some of the the uh, scenes were really funny. Like oh yeah, there's humor in this movie, which is good. With the blow up dolls, it was pretty yeah, funny. Yeah, and um, you know some of it's really kind of ouchy for me. I I totally uh, resonated with uh, her losing her tips <laughs> because oh yeah, she remember. does have a scene where she loses her yeah. tip money. I yeah. mean it, the uh, boy long long time ago before I get into being a musician and. Yeah, I was a waitress. My a, whole family and a was star waitresses. podcaster. Yeah, exactly. Uh, my whole family were wait. My mom and my two sisters were incredible wait waitresses, and back then they called them waitresses. Now they call them servers, but uh, you know they were great at it. And you know, half the thing about being a waiter is organizing things in your brain without writing them down. But lots of things. And that kind of wasn't my forte because I would just kind of get distracted. And, <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot the ketchup. Oh, yeah. So, but I was really good at uh, making people not be mad at me <laughs> for right. doing something. I was really good at that. Being the youngest kid, I was really good y- at that. Yeah, so they were, they were kind to but you. But I remember the last night I ever worked at it. It was a really nice restaurant. I worked a double shift. Was, I had 250 bucks in my pocket, was my there a, apron. Was there a wicked storm? Yeah, I think it was snowing yeah. out there, but it was a like a holiday or something. Yeah. So, uh, but you know, at the end of the night, tips are gone. Oh. And and to make matters worse, they they sat there at the bar because we had to tip the bartenders for helping. Yeah. And they went, "Where's my tip?" And I'm like, "I had, I think I had two dollars left in my oh. in my pocket." I said, "Here, take it." I oh. quit. I am so done with this. I'm just done. I'm. Oh. I don't know what I'm gonna do. But I said, "This is a good time for me to get into being a musician, a really stable job." Oh yeah, a lot of lot of tips in but that. But at least, but at least I was my own boss. You know, I could, yeah. I could, you, I could make or break it. And you know, my story is a little different. I I ended up getting to be a musician and doing pretty well at it well i mean so. it's all seriousness i mean there are people who are professional at servers and, oh, work and in restaurants great. and they're really incredible and they love with their work and and it sure makes you appreciate it when you're at a restaurant yeah and I, I mean i'm always watching oh, yeah. i'm an observer and so i can tell when somebody's struggling or whatever and the best thing you can say to them is hey take your time i'm not in any hurry well it's i fine. remember when i was first on the road the guy the act I was with, they said, look, always just be really kind to your servers. Oh, yeah. Middle of Iowa, wherever you are. You get better and, pie. You, know, you get bigger slice of pie. Extra call, scoop of ice cream. Call them by their name if you, if you see their name. Yeah. Just really thank them. And so I think that this that this uh, diner in this movie, uh, she's really struggling like that. You know, you, her yeah. st- once you find out her stories, you know, this is, she's not just, you know, yeah. uh, there's a story behind who she is and, and, and you, you know, get to learn what it is. The, there's one scene, and I'm not spoiling here because it's actually in the commercial, uh, where the she takes really good care of the guy and he must not leave a tip because she fought, she's like had it at this point. And right. She walks out after him and said, hey, did I do something wrong? Did, no, but you know, if you want more money, go get a real job. I mean, oh 
my that gosh, was that was and I just they use really that in the preview, out. so people may yeah, have yeah, seen that preview. Yeah. So and then and then the the pastor gets up and says something, and then he's get starting to the the customer's starting to kind of get on him, and he pulls his scarf off and reveals the collar. The collar. Oh, okay. Don't you wish we all had that at times? The <laughs> collar. <laughs> you know, that's not. A I've bad got a idea. higher. I've got a higher collar. Uh, excuse me, but. Let me whip off this scarf. <laughs> okay. Oh, boy. Anyway. Well, uh, you know, I got two words for you. What? Van Horn. Oh, no. <laughs> we were talking about this because, you know us, we like to kind of relate something to our own lives, and we have been stranded. This sort of happened to us. We, we, you know, we traveled by RV for several years at one point, you know, doing music and, and uh, selling our albums out of the back of our truck, or our RV in this case, and we were headed out, it was New California. Year's Eve, yeah. it was coming on to New Year's mm-hmm. Eve, it was like two days before New Year's yeah. Eve, and I don't remember what year it was, but we were going across the, is it the 8 or I the I think 10? it was 2000 maybe. We're no, going, no, I mean the highway. Oh, it's a 10. It's a 10, down yeah. There, yeah. And we were going through Van Horn, Texas, headed for El Paso, and the blizzard of the century ice hit. storm and and this is texas so you don't kind yeah. of expect it you know you expect it yeah. more north it was boy, really south it was really south and uh, we knew we were in trouble we were seeing semis come towards us with just caked in ice and right. snow yeah and so we put in in van horn there was a little campground there we used to stay at all the time and it was we barely got in had a spot parked and there we sat for several days. I know we couldn't into leave. Eve. We could not, yeah. literally, could not drive out because and the roads were so. All icy. these other people were stuck, so we would meet them in this little uh, hall. You know, this little. Yeah, they had uh, you know a lot of RV parks, especially back then, mm-hmm. had these little group halls, the right. community little halls. Right. And this one was very small. I remember that. And but uh, you remember the funny thing that I relate to with this movie is there was a priest. That's right. There was a priest. <laughs> the priest there. stranded. Not there. only was there a priest there that we met because it was New Year's Day, and the the big deal is what is it? Uh, beans and cabbage or something? Uh, or black black eyed peas. Black eyed peas. That's yeah, what it yeah, is. Yeah. Black eyed peas and cabbage was the 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 meal of New Year's Day. It was like a good luck meal, and we're like, yeah, good okay, luck with that. Yeah. I think I'll go, you know, cook one of my veggie burgers because <laughs> this is not. I am not eating cabbage. So if you've ever been in a very small space with no windows open with the smell of cabbage, cabbage. and <laughs> it's pretty intense. You'll be thankful but, for a priest. You know, it did remind me of this movie because there were probably, I don't know, 10 or 12 of us yeah. in there hanging out and because there's nothing else we to do. We were stuck. And, uh, and then that's when we noticed the, you said, that guy looks familiar to me. And we talked to him and it was indeed a priest who is not only a priest, but your father's priest from his church I'm a in pretty California. Wild. Yeah. What was he doing there? We don't know. It's sort of, sort of a touch by an angel. It kind was kind of kinda like that. It was yeah. really strange. Yeah. So, uh, But we talked to him for a while, and then a couple of days went by, it thawed out, and yeah. as soon as they, we saw the semis crossing and not stopping, we thought, okay, we can get on the road, we can go. But we learned some stories about from each other. We talked to other people, yeah, and you know, yeah. that's that's what you do, you know, and uh, it gives you a chance to to purposely just stop, slow down, and reevaluate. I'm trying so. to think. I have a feeling. I think we even got our guitars out at one point. I did. Well, we and did. Played yeah. a few songs. Yeah. 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 So uh, that uh, heaven down here, really, really nice little movie. It is a, nice a movie. really nice yeah. little movie. And like I said, you know, they can't all be built more Christmases, but this one is really, really good. Give you it. A, give take, it a whirl. You have to take so. each movie as it comes. Yeah. And we base our likes and dislikes on how well it's made. And how how good the story is and how good the acting is. Exactly. So check it out. uh, So we'll be right back with dessert right after this. We've recorded two original Christmas songs on our two-song single, 
Christmas in Maine. There's snow on the beaches and ice on the lakes And the glow from the fire is all that it takes To warm all the love for you my heart contains I'll always treasure Christmas in Both of our Christmas songs are available on Apple Music, iTunes, Amazon, Spotify, and others to download or stream. Or visit thekillins.com to hear these songs and more of our music. I'm Sharon Taylor, and if you loved the Hallmark movie, A Merry Scottish Christmas, then Taylor's Croft is the place for you. With a huge selection of authentic Celtic gifts and goods from Scotland, Ireland and the UK. Here you can find Scottish kilts, accessories, bagpipes, clothing for women and for men, Harris tweed bags, food, candies, a complete Outlander section, Celtic jewellery and more. We are located in Grand Junction, Colorado and we ship anywhere in the US. Go to our website to order today at taylorscroft.com and tell us that you heard about us on the Hallmark Cafe. From my homeland to yours, cheerio for now. All right, well, we live for dessert around here, so well, it's dessert time. For a minute, I thought we were back in Scotland. We're always no, in Scotland. That's right. So uh, this is, uh, I, I, I love this dessert choice. It pairs really well with the other one. Do you know why? Because it's Ann Wheeler again. Directed again. Directed again. It's a double so, Ann Wheeler feature here. Yeah. So, uh, Michael, let's just jump into this one. Uh, we're talking, of course, about Friends and Family Christmas, which was on Sunday night. It yeah. was okay. on the Hallmark Channel okay. this time. On the Hallmark Channel. So, Michael, what's the what are the ingredients on this? Well, the director was Ann Wheeler. You're kidding. Yes, it was her. Uh, written by Gary Goldstein and Tracy Andreen. And Tracy... Oh, Tracy's great. Both Gary and Tracy yeah. have written a bunch of Hallmark stuff. Tracy probably most famously for writing Snow Bride, but she... And yeah, we, we yeah, met yeah, her out yeah. there that Christmas That's thing, right, remember? when we were at Christmas Con. Oh. Yeah, so whatever that was. Thing, whatever thing that out. was in 2019. Christmas Land, Christmas yeah. Uh, see, the DP was Mel Ward, production designer Mark Boyko. The music's by Graham Coleman. The editor is John Anstill again. Anstill, yeah, yeah. So there yeah. you go. Yeah, uh, I um I, I like the music in this, by the way. It's well it done. It was very yes. yeah. different. Yeah, it was like a like listening to jazz sometimes or whatever. It wasn't there wasn't any of that plucky plucky stuff that I you know I Minim, hate. minimum pluck minimum plucky yeah. Uh, but very smooth, very understated in some places, but always, it just, it was good. Yeah. I like the music in this one. Yeah. So uh, as far as a recipe goes, um, this one was a sweet movie, which is good because it's a dessert. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, so Allie Liebert is Amelia Kaczmarek. Uh, she's a workaholic single attorney headed for a partner in her dad's law firm. Uh, now, Humberly Gonzalez is Danielle, or Danny, an aspiring photographer who's an artist. She's she's in an artist development lab, they call it. Mm-hmm. So kind of a a group home for art artists <laughs> who are trying to 
And, that, you know, it's like um, sponsored artists, right? Because they, it's a right. group that, that they, they are paid... You know their their room and board is paid they're whatever sponsored. whatever yeah, it is yeah, yeah. It, you know obviously they don't have to have a job so they're able to just work on their creative um, aspirations mm-hmm. and so uh, this is someplace in Brooklyn and uh, she's hoping to continue on to being a professional visual arts photographer but she's having a little trouble defining her style or finding her muse right. or finding you know her path to what what um, it'd be a little like you know being a songwriter and not knowing what kind of music you want to write about, you know? Um, so which is, you know, she was not, she was trying to find out how she was going to be taken by the muse, which was of course, Ann Wheeler's book. So Ann Wheeler should have oh, given her her was book. Should have just given her the book. That's she right. Been all so. right. So, uh, another, this is another ensemble cast. Uh, and it's a really good one. I, I'm really impressed with Hallmark this this Christmas season. It's just been a lot of ensemble casts and, and like background actors, supporting actors. It it has been in the past where they're just sort of there. They don't have much to say besides you know, can I get you your coffee or whatever right. it is. So yeah. But everybody in these movies, these uh, there's a lot of these movies where they really have very strong parts. Yes. And every yeah. time they're on the screen. It's like I have something to say, yeah, and it's and it's really um, it's sort of uh, integral to how the movie goes, which yeah. is really great. So, uh, so this one, you know, of course, starting with Danielle's parents, Raquel, played by Garella Reynoso, and Luke, played by Christopher Shire, and uh, then there's Amelia's dad, John Kesmerick, who's played by Barkley Hope, and I like him. I d- I'm trying to think of what else he's been in, but he's been in like tons of Hallmark movies. Tons yes. of them. He was in the uh, Daryl and Daryl. Oh, yes, that's right. Yeah. I yeah. liked him. Yeah. 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 So uh, let's bring that one back. Yeah. He was in Chesapeake that. Shores. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Uh, anyway, uh, so John wants to retire, but first he wants his daughter to become a partner in the law firm. And mm-hmm. it seems to be that's what she's been grooming herself for. Right. You know? And as I said, she's kind of a workaholic. Uh, but, uh, you know, he notices that she hasn't been very happy since she broke up with her, her last relationship, Margot. Margot. And she's, uh, Margot, I don't know who Margot was, but I don't like her. Yeah. So, uh, anybody that could break up with Allie Liebert, come on, who would like her? I know. So, John and Luke, uh, Danielle's father, they were college roommates. So I guess they still keep in touch. Now, Luke is, uh, he's a, like a college professor. Uh, yes. No, he's a mathematician. That's yeah, right. Yeah. Your favorite subject. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Hey, we passed. That's we got a Venn diagram. So, uh, and, and uh, of course, um, Raquel, uh, Daniel's mother, is a renowned uh, literature professor yes. and novelist. So, um, very professional people. Well, I liked, a lot of pressure on what I, Danielle. Yeah, yes, I, what I liked about it is that, boy, being a, the the uh, child, especially only child of such accomplished parents, that's a lot of pressure. Yeah, and genetically, like the smartest people on the planet, apparently. I know. <laughs> so she's she's really got a lot of pressure on herself to try to achieve things. And as she said, we got math covered, we got literature covered. Of course, I'd be a visual artist, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so, but uh, anyway, so John and Luke, uh, they were they they kind of get together and they say, hey, you know, your daughter's single, my daughter's single. Neither one of them are actually really happy. They did, and we need to kind of maybe right. we can pair them up. Maybe right, they'll right. maybe they'll match up. So they set them up on this sort of blind coffee date under the auspice of you know. 
well, you know, they just moved into town, they don't have any friends, and kind of lonely, and they kind of sell that to yep. each one of them. So they go, yeah, okay, fine. So they meet for coffee, and uh, and it doesn't doesn't go very well. No. But, but uh, well, here's the other thing that happens, But it doesn't too. go very bad, either. No, it doesn't go very bad. It's just, like, not chemistry. It's really interesting. I won't talk about, I won't spoil the, the, the date. Right. Because it's really fun to watch them go through this. Well, they're both very reticent about the whole thing. So. Yeah. I mean, they're both very guarded. Yeah. So, but the other thing that happens is Danielle's heading up this, her big lab you know, fundraiser silent auction. And so she basically tells her parents, um... Does it say, I can't remember in the movie if they say where the parents are from. I don't think that's mentioned, no. I don't no, think no. so. Anyway, they're not from there. And so uh, she tells them that she's not going to come home for Christmas. And they're very disappointed because they always spend Christmas together. And so uh, Raquel, her mother, decides, well, let's go surprise her. Now, we all know how that's going to go. Oh, yeah, boy. So, But that's what they do. And that's a whole nother ball of wax on, on the, the, uh, in the movie of what happens. And, and it's fun. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's fun. fun and yeah. it's real, yeah. you know. Uh, so, uh, you know, they, they kind of show up unannounced, of course. And uh, so now Danielle has to deal with that. And also the fact that she just did have this date and she doesn't know what to say. But... Uh, uh, I mean, this they, is a character under a lot of pressure. I mean, oh, you know, I know. they you know. they kind of both are in a yeah, way, you know. Yeah. Uh, but so Amelia, in order to get her dad to stop interfering, it mm-hmm. kind of tells a little fib and says, "Oh yeah, we got along great. We're gonna have another date. We're gonna see each other." And so, of course, not thinking that her dad would tell Danielle's dad, and they'd kind of be stuck in this this idea. So of, now it, the movie kind of turns into a fake dating yeah, movie. So that now we've set the stage. Yeah. And uh, it's it's going to lead to a, a fake date, which, right. of course, we're not spoiling because that's in a promo, too. That's in right. one of the commercials yeah. where they have this yeah. conversation where, um, you know, Danny, Danny's parents show up at the coffee shop where they're discussing uh, basically, uh, you know, just, I, I guess, oh, uh, Danielle left her gloves. And so that she's just getting her gloves back. Right. It's no big deal. Right. But then her parents show up. And so it gets very awkward. Um, and And so off we go to the races. With fake dating. And now this yeah. is a tried and true Hallmark uh, trope. trope, but it's really interesting this time because um, they have, it's not like going home for Christmas. These right. guys are in their own environment and right. the parents have come to them. Yeah, that's, so that's a little different. Kind of different, which so, is nice. Yeah, yeah. But the thing that I think makes this movie work is the the story and and you know when a when a viewer like me can relate to life circumstances so like right off the bat in an interesting way we're talking about Luke who is thinking about going back to work coming out of retirement and going right. back to teach at Oxford for crying out loud because yeah. I mean, that's how smart he is yeah and he's bored in retirement and you know that i i think i read a, an article not too long ago about older people who are retired who are coming out of retirement to go back to work because basically they're bored it's boring and yeah, yeah. and uh, let's face it and and sometimes just to make money because yeah you know yeah. who can live on social security these days so um so that's kind of a thing and then you know danny danny's at a crossroads um you know, it doesn't, and it, the thing about it is, is she's at a crossroads and it doesn't even matter if she's in a relationship or not. She's still at a crossroads. Yes. She doesn't know what she wants yes. to do with her, her photography. She's kind of feeling, she's taken a bunch of pictures and stuffed them in her drawer, you know, on a roll. And by the way. She's never developed any of these rolls yeah, of film. And yeah. by the way, you know, I don't know who does that anymore. I still have two film cameras, but 
where can you even get that? You'd have to well, develop if it you notice yourself. in the movie, she develops them herself, and yeah. that's still done by yeah. photographers. You have and to develop them yourself. I used to actually work for a t- photographer. Right. I was actually, believe it or not, I was a model and his assistant photographer. So I remember taking and going. Wait a minute. Taking, you were a waitress. Then you were a model. No, I was a model first. Then okay. I became a waitress because okay. I was a model like at eighteen, I think. Wow. Um, I can see that. And then I gained a lot of weight in college, so it <laughs> <laughs> wasn't going to happen anymore. But it was, it, I wish I could find the pictures because they were just Hey, gone. you've got some lovely pictures of you well, back the, in your band. Well, those pictures you when, look when great. I just remember this. You're like a model. Yeah, yeah. But I remember going to the beach with him and, and he would, he, it was freezing cold in Maine on the, on the coast of Maine. It was, I don't know. It was isn't in the isn't fall, it always that way? No, it's not. But this day it was. It was cloudy. It was cold. And I'm sitting there and the waves are coming up, crashing on the rocks and getting me soaked with, I'm freezing and wearing a bikini. Oh, man. <laughs> I wish I could find that picture. Yeah, I wish you but, could too. <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> I will not post that one, even Apparently if I do find not. it. not. But, uh, you know, I, but then I used to go in and take the canisters and I'd have to go in and put them, take the film rolls right. and put them in the canisters to, mm-hmm. to pre-develop, you know, yeah. for that thing. And it was a pitch black room and you had to do everything by feel. Yeah. You couldn't, there was no like red light or anything, you know, fancy like that. It was just pitch black and it was really interesting. I could not do it now. That was, I don't know how many years ago. We won't talk about that. hundred. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> so anyway, um... You know, I, to get back to what we were talking about, uh, so Daniel's at a, <laughs> please, yeah, Daniel's at a crossroads uh, where she has to figure this out, and Amelia's at a crossroad. Yes, because she doesn't. You know, she lost her relationship. Basically, she's realizing because she was a workaholic, yeah. and Margot wanted to travel and do things, and and Amelia basically said, "No, I'm too busy. I'm doing this." She's you know? trying to become partners. Yeah, a lot of pressure so, there too. A lot of pressure. Uh, so. I think there's a lot for a lot of people, especially, and what I like about this too is that it's really a movie for older people, but also for younger people, because there's a lot of youth in this as far as they're trying to find their way. These right. guys in the in the co-op or the lab or whatever they call it, they are finding their way. There are writers, there are uh, musicians, there's the photography, there's artists, there's all kinds of different things going on. Which is a, all trying to a wonderful time in life. I mean, I remember, I know. you know, finding, my, finding my 20s, way back there. Yeah. yeah. But also be in their 20s because again. of the, the uh, parental presence, you can relate to, well, how do you want your kids to have their dreams to come true and you want them to be happy and that's all in there too. Yeah. What I love about this movie too is that, um, you know, it's, it's basically, it's a groundbreaking movie. You know why? It has the largest bear I've ever seen on any I movie. I know. I want that stuffed bear. It's oh my a hilarious gosh, it was scene. Hilarious yeah, scene. Yeah. Without spoiling it, no, I just did. It's a very large bear. Well, you know, it's not, it's going to be bigger than you think it is, so you'll be surprised. I so. know. <laughs> it's it's really funny. Well, it just shows how they, they, there's really good chemistry in the in the movie yeah. with all the actors. It's yep. just there's a it's just really well done. I, I just wanted to say I'm a big Ali Liebert fan. Yeah. You know, uh, but she's a fabulous actor. And uh, she really gets to to show that in this movie. Uh, she's also a great director. She directed The Holiday Sitter. She directed two Christmas movies this year, including one of our favorites, Christmas at Notting Hill. That's right. So That's she's right. really expanded her talents into directing. But I can't I, I can't think of anything else to to say about this movie except you, it, give it a shot. It's really I really liked it a lot. Yeah. So yeah. And now we come to the part of the show where we say goodbye. No. <laughs> <laughs> No. You know, we've been having a great time this this Christmas season talking about all these movies, and we just have a couple more to go, we hope. 
Uh, we're coming down to the wire, the end of the, the brand new movies on the Hallmark uh, channels yeah. for this year for their Christmas movies. Uh, so, you know, uh, uh, we'll see what makes the menu in our next episode. Yeah, I know. We're coming down to the wire. And they've got a great year yeah. coming up. Lots of great stories, including like a month of Jane Austen uh, stories. In uh, February. Yeah, that should be interesting. Yeah. So there's a lot of things going on. They keep trying to, uh, you know, uh, up the game. They're really changing their style, trying all kinds of different stories, different characters. And, you know. I think most of them have actually really succeeded. Oh, I yeah. I think they've taken some risks. And, they have, yeah. And, uh, you know, again, we always say it comes down to the story it if does. it's a good story uh and you add in a good cast and good directing good crew then you're going to have a winner uh if you don't have a good story you can have the best cast the best crew and it just it won't fly as well yeah, you yeah. know so the two movies we so, talked about uh, this week really good stories good stories yeah. good cast yeah. great cast great directing right all the crew great job on these it was really great when you know us we like to give props to where props are due right and sometimes to the prop department and yeah we didn't talk about the prop department okay prop department you guys did a great job yeah. especially with the big bear that was good oh uh, gee whiz I, I just i'm dying to know where they got that thing <laughs> that's really and fun. where is it now right. yeah who, who got, got to, to take that take home, home? <laughs> i know anyway uh, uh as usual we're, we're gonna let you know that we'd love to have your reviews we really need some more apple uh, I yeah, if you podcast reviews. Swing yourself over there because we really and, want to get discovered by more people. Um, and we've had some wonderful uh, people say some great things about yeah. the podcast, and we really appreciate and that. We've been having some folks. really good conversations uh, yeah. in our Facebook group, and uh, um, we don't always have the time to interact. But we hope that, the, and, but people interact with themselves and with each other on the Facebook group, and then we chime in. And sometimes we'll we'll have something to say, um, but. Uh, most of the time, we just like hanging out with everybody. We do, so. yeah, we do. And we love talking about these movies. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, we've got also the Instagram page, and of course, you can always email us. So That's true. So, you know, just get in touch with us. We'd love to hear what you have to say about these movies. And, and you know, when we tally them all up at the end, we'll probably have a, an episode where we talk about all the movies we've seen. I think so. And so that would be kind of fun. We'll have like a roundup. And we'll look know, at our list and say, oh, yeah, yeah we yeah. didn't circle that one. Mm. And of course, we're, we're going to do more interviews. We love doing interviews. Yes. So we're going to have some more uh, interviews and uh, as we get brave enough to ask people. And uh, it's hey, going to be fun. We're brave all day long. All day long, I know. So, yeah. And we really appreciate people who have uh, been talked to us. And we've, we've contacted a couple more who'd like to be on the show. So we'll get to that as we yep. go into the new year. January, so, yeah. Yeah, so... Anyway, well, after everything we've said right now, I only have one thing to say. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Happy holidays. Say so that's Happy it for Hanukkah. Th- that's it All for that stuff. this edition of the Hallmark Cafe. Where love is always on the menu. Hallmark Cafe is a copyrighted program produced by High Horse Productions. Our theme song was written and performed by Diane Killen, and the Hallmark Cafe illustration was created by Daniel Killen. Be sure to find Hallmark Cafe on Instagram and check out our Facebook group.